In this episode, we look at funding climate resilience in Africa and Dash, the Ghanaian fintech, has shut down operations. From over 1,100 cities and 128 countries, Care Africa brings you the Good Morning Africa podcast. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ritha Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at the K Financial, and you can find me at Ritha Dong. In 2020, 9 out of 10 countries most affected by climate change were African countries, with extreme weather events only increasing in scale since then. Africa needs to scale up its financing for climate change adaptation and resilience. Currently, Africa needs to invest about $200 billion per year by 2025 in climate change adaptation and resilience. In this episode, Brendan Tony, Manager, Green Finance and Advisory Services at the Development Bank of Rwanda, talks about Irema Invest, a strategic investment by the government of Rwanda that addresses local market gaps in financing of green and climate resilient projects. Africa contributes the least to global warming and yet it is the most vulnerable to shocks. How do we finance the continent's resilience? Currently, Africa contributes only 4% to global greenhouse gas emissions. However, it is facing severe climate shocks, such as the recent floods experienced in Rwanda and the current droughts in Ethiopia and Somalia. I believe one of the best ways to help Africa become resilient to all these shocks is by financing climate change adaptation. This means capital flows should be biased towards financing activities that will enable us to adapt to the effects of climate change. For example, funding irrigation projects or availing weather resilient seeds to a population that mainly relies on farming as a means of survival so that when droughts come, our food security is not threatened. Another mechanism can be to encourage private sector involvement in climate resilience projects through public-private partnerships or solely. African governments cannot single-handedly address all the challenges brought about by climate change, since they must focus on other issues such as education for all and healthcare, to mention but a few. Therefore, private sector involvement can scale investment in the climate resilience sectors, such as sustainable infrastructure, climate smart agriculture, renewable energy, water and resource management to protect against the impacts of climate change. That is why, for example, currently in Rwanda, the Development Bank of Rwanda, in partnership with the Rwanda Green Fund, are implementing Irma Invest Facility, which is a strategic initiative fully dedicated to financing green and climate resilient projects established by the private sector businesses in the country. Ireme has two main components. Uh, the first one is a credit facility managed by BRD, which offers concessional long-tenured loans to green and climate resilient projects. Also under the credit facility, BRD is availing a partial guarantee scheme that will enhance collateral requirements for private sector businesses in the green and climate resilient space. The second component of ERMA is the project preparatory facility, which is managed by the Rwanda Green Fund, or FONERA. It mainly offers recoverable and unrecoverable grants to support project incubation and acceleration, equity investments, and project preparation to make private sector projects bankable. Uh, happy to say that currently applications are open for both components and you can check out the BRD and Rwanda Green Fund websites for additional information on how to benefit from these innovative opportunities.
With dwindling climate finance flows to Africa, how can Africa fund its own climate resilience? Funding climate resilience in Africa is a critical challenge, especially given the impacts of climate change on the continent. While international climate finance is important, one major solution to catalyze climate financing flows to Africa is through domestic resource mobilization. This can be done through innovative financing instruments, such as issuing local green bonds, local sustainability-linked bonds, like the one recently launched by the Development Bank of Rwanda, or establishing green facilities that raise local capital from Africans for Africa. And a quick look at the markets. The market segment is powered by the Development Bank of Rwanda. We empower you. The Food and Agricultural Price Index edged lower to 121.5 in September of 2023, the lowest since March 2021, from an upwardly revised 121.6 in August. Prices for vegetable oils were down 3.9%, a second decline due to lower prices across palm, sunflower, soil, and rapeseed oils. Palm oil prices continue to decrease amid seasonally elevated production in major producing countries in Southeast Asia. Also, dairy prices decreased 2.3%, a ninth consecutive fall. Meat costs dropped by 1%, led by a fall in pig meat amid weak import demand from China and ample global export availabilities. On the other hand, costs increased for cereals, prompted by 5.3% rise in coarse grain prices, namely maize, while wheat fell 1.6%. Also, sugar prices soared 9.8% to reach a November 2010 high amid increasing concerns of a tighter global supply outlook in the upcoming 2023-2024 season and forecasts pointing to production declines in Thailand and India. And a quick trip around Africa, the International Monetary Fund released results of the 14th Annual Financial Access Survey, highlighting the resilience of the financial access during the tumultuous COVID-19 pandemic years. Data from 2022 indicates a sustained level of financial inclusion bolstered by rise in digital financial services. Notably, microfinance institutions played a pivotal role in responding to the financial needs of the most vulnerable segments of society. However, the data also points to a concerning dip in the outstanding value of commercial bank loans extended to small and medium enterprises relative to GDP, indicating that their ability to access bank financing may be constrained and or demand for credit might be weakened due to tighter financing conditions. Additionally, a persistent gender gap in financial access remains a pressing concern. IMF staff and Ghanaian authorities have reached staff a staff-level argument on economic policies and reforms to conclude the first review of the 36-month ECF supported program. Performance with respect to the program's target and reform objectives have been very strong. Ghana will have access to about 600 million US dollars in financing once the review is approved by IMF management and formally completed by the IMF executive board. To ensure timely completion of the review, the country needs official creditors to quickly reach agreement on debt treatment in line with the financing assurances they provided in May 2023. The authority's strong policy and reform commitment and the program is bearing fruit and signs of economic stabilization are emerging. Growth in 2023 has proven more resilient than initially envisaged. Inflation has declined, fiscal and external positions have improved and the exchange rate has stabilized. Dash, the Ghanaian fintech company, with a mission to connect mobile money wallets, 
and bank accounts across Africa has confirmed that it's shutting operations. The startup's closure was first reported by WeChaka. Dash was founded in 2019 by Prince Boampong, and investors were excited by the problem the startup wanted to solve. Dash was working to ensure interoperability between mobile money wallets and bank accounts across Africa, its solution would have made sending money across Africa easy and efficient. The startup raised $86.1 million in five years and attracted big-name investors. It raised $32.8 million in a seed round, the second largest seed round for an African startup in 2021. Inside Partners led the round and other investors like Global Founders Capital, 4DX Ventures and ASK Capital participated. It went on to raise additional funding with convertible notes and debt financing from October 2021 to 2022. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of The Key Financial. If you have any suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit the website, that is thekfinancial.com and don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at The Key Financial and you can find me at With The Dome.